Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Top of Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York, New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I guess I want to start out with the basic theme, bye-bye, Donnie. Uh, <laughs> this is an article. Actually, I took it from an article written by Natalie Kancharova uh, that was entitled, By Don, You Changed the Presidency and Brought About the Worst in America. Uh, this was in MSN. Uh, uh, online magazine, January 19th of this year. Few people doubt that Don Tr- uh, Donald Trump will be remembered as not only the, f- the worst president in U.S. history, he, <laughs> not least because he brought the country's most destructive tendencies uh, to the forefront and encouraged the most violent impulses of its right-wing uh, extremist factions. But it's also... Uh, in the way that he failed at performing the most basic duties of a, of a U.S. president, which is to preserve, to protect, and defend the U.S. Constitution and to protect the American people from harm. During his single term in office, he failed at this task in myriad ways, including by using his position for personal profit, encouraging foreign powers to dig up dirt on his opponents, and letting a deadly virus run rampant across the United States even in his own White House that became his own uh, spreader event. His corruption surpasses that of Richard Nixon, and and his enabling of white supremacists can only be compared to that of Andrew Johnson. Uh, Even as it is clear that the violent coup on the U.S. Capitol that Trump incited on January 6th was a miserable failure, it was successful at encouraging members of Congress, even Vice President Mike Pence, uh, uh, it, was, it was successful at endangering members of Congress, even Vice President Mike Pence, and is responsible for the deaths of a police officer and several of Trump's own supporters. But of course, Trump doesn't care. He's basically departing the White House with his middle finger up and an ominous promise to, to, to never really leave the national stage. Experts warn of a coming rise in domestic terrorism from his supporters. Trump's campaign was de- was defined by two violent xenophobic moments. The first was when he was was uh, he, he perpetuated the racist birther theory that President Barack Obama was born in Kenya and not in the United States and therefore was an illegitimate uh, president. The second was when he called Mexican immigrants when he was on the the escalator at Trump Tower in 2015. Uh, He called Mexican immigrants drug dealers, criminals and rapists uh, in his campaign launch speech, encouraging already existent uh, xenophobia among his followers and setting a tone for his administration's ruthless immigration policy. And that 
ruthless immigration policy led to the separation of over 6,000 migrant children from their parents. Uh, and at last count, something in the area of 545 of those children have still not been found or their parents have not been found and are permanently disconnected uh, from their parents. Uh, throughout, all, all throughout, Trump made sure that he fulfilled his pledge of draining the swamp only to him that actually meant getting rid of career public servants. The swamp was actually Donald Trump. He hired Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education, a billionaire know-nothing whose mission was to destroy public schools. He hired Attorney General Jeff Sessions to help him carry out the Muslim ban, then Attorney General William Barr to help him discredit Robert Mueller's uh, 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 report on the Russian uh, 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 interference in the U.S. election in 2016. He hired Mike Pompeo, who, had, who has helped destroy or at least diminish the State Department, as, lo, as well as longstanding relationships with more, a, a major foreign allies. Uh, despite knowing that the coronavirus pandemic was coming and that it would be serious and deadly, Trump decided to ignore his advisors who pushed him to pursue aggressive measures. Instead, he fell lockstep with the saddest, most, most pathetic of his uh, supporters, those who protested often armed in front of state capitals like Lansing, Michigan, in favor of lifting mass uh, uh, requirements and lockdown measures, with Trump tweeting, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia. He continued to hold gigantic rallies to stroke his own ego, which in turn caused spikes in infections and even killed Tea Party leader and avid Trump supporter Herman Cain. It's worse than ever. The death count now stands. If I remember uh, yesterday, the death count, I think, Matt, was something in the area of 420,000 people. 420,000 people that have died as a result of this thing. He unleashed the military on thousands of protesters in American cities uh, this summer who marched for the Black Lives Matter movement against police and violence, but he couldn't move the police to protect the capital of the United States when our legislators and our vice president were there receiving the Electoral College votes uh, from the states. So there's a lot more that we could be talking about. You know, uh, I did want to get a chance to talk about Fox News, uh, which may find itself losing its license or at least having its license challenged because it spent so much of its energy repeating the lie that Donald Trump kept repeating about uh, the ele election fraud that didn't take place. Matt, you got to help me out. Who's first up? Yep. Let me grab Jim first. Jim in Lockport, how are you doing out there? Hey, how's it going, Nathan? Doing great. Good to hear from you. On yeah, this on yeah. this AFC Championship weekend, we got to make yeah, this work. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's hope for the best. Yep. I, I, you know, I wanted to tell. I wanted to ask you, you: Did you get your vaccine shot yet? No, I actually, I actually contracted the COVID nineteen virus on the. I, what, I think it was the twenty third of December, and uh, oh. I, uh, a week ago Friday, I got my clean bill of health. You know that I didn't have any virus in me. Uh, at all. So they told me I couldn't take the vaccine until 90 days after um, after two two weeks ago for a uh, Friday. So I won't well, I won't get mine be, until it'll probably be longer than that. Thanks to uh, Mr. Trump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, know. this is this is a mess. Well, hopefully they got better players, better planners. And uh, I think they're going to get this thing straightened out so that people can at least have some predictability about when they can go and start getting themselves in the queue to get their vaccine. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about a point that John from Lockport made last week about uh, 
you know, uh, toning back some of these uh, people with their so-called free speech and some of these media uh, companies, etc., that uh, can stir the pot and cause, cause the problems we had in Washington here recently. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to the Lincoln administration and show you what he did with the press. There's a book out by Hale Holzer, Lincoln and the Press, and any uh, newspapers during the Civil War that were hostile to the federal government were literally shut down and their presses were destroyed. And, uh, you know, so much for uh, the First Amendment and uh, this uh, this uh, stuff that Tony's been talking about, uh, you know, in a time of um, when there's there's problems serious like war, etc. The government has the right to to do what they feel they have to do to uh in this case it was to suppress a rebellion with a Confederacy. So, you know, the First Amendment says you got free speech, but uh there's gotta be parameters on that and we have to to look at that and see if it's going to cause a problem like it did a couple of weeks ago at the Capitol. Do you agree with me or not? Well, I, I agree. All rights uh, have to be administered. They have they have to be implemented. And so rules have to be created to do that. So you have a right to carry a gun, just like you had a right to ride a bicycle. But you can't ride a bicycle if you don't have a license, you know, on your bicycle. You know, you can't drive a car unless you got a license and an inspection sticker on your uh, and registration sticker on your car. So just because you have a right to something doesn't mean that the right cannot be configured in a way that ensures that you exercise that right in a way that doesn't injure other people's rights uh, for their safety and for their their security. Okay, my final point is that uh, I just want you to remember that uh, Tony rhymes with baloney. (laughs) I'm going to leave that with you. Okay. (laughs) All right, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, Help me out. Oh, there's Tony right now. Tony, how are you doing out there? Excellent. All right. Are you able to hear me? I can hear you great. That's good. Uh, on December 31st, I sat on my couch with my cat, Smokey, and we were watching some programs. Normally, I like Dick Clark, but he's gone, so I can't watch him. But the announcement came over that Donald Trump was leaving Mar-a-Lago that day back for Washington, and a skipping a fi- 500 people paid $25,000 a pop to be with him on January 1st. Mm -hmm. The first thing that came to my mind was a red light. Why would this president leave Mar-a-Lago to come back to the White House where there are no celebrations? Now, we found out why he came back last night. When the New York, when I think it was the New York Times, and that lady that has heard the reporter for that, told us that he came back to form a conspiracy to get rid of the the attorney general that was put in temporarily. Right. I think that was uh, Rosen, right. And he wanted to put in Jeffrey Clark. 
Right. right. Who was not in the who was not, who was not in the criminal division of the of the of the, of the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. He was in the civil department. Right. Civil service. Right. He was a lawyer for the civil for civil service exams. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, here's where the conspiracy is. He was going to get rid of Rosen, appoint Clark, and make Clark write that letter to the Georgia Secretary of State mm-hmm. to change the election vote. Right, right. And this, this is, in my opinion, this is a form of treason against the government of the United States because he's taking and abetting a movement to get to change election results. Right. It was clearly a conspiracy. Right. I think that's what you just described is is absolute evidence of a conspiracy to undermine the uh, 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 the the House and the Senate receiving legally the electoral votes that were uh, issued by each individual state. That's a function that is written in the Constitution that is supposed to occur, he deliberately did everything he could to try to undermine that function. And I think you're right. That that hits exactly what this article, uh, this article of impeachment is, is speaking to. Well, the article of impeachment uh, just said he was trying to, you know, say that the election was a fraud. Now they have evidence of what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because of that lady, her name is Katie Bender. Right. Katie Bender did a great job. Here's another problem we got to face. How is Biden going to deal with Russia? More importantly, how is he going to deal with Putin, who, by the way, is the richest man or woman in the world? Right. Worth over $200 billion. Right. Right. And guess what? He poisoned that uh, his Nadaldi. And then when he came back to Russia, he arrested him. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what's happened in Russia this morning and last night? 40,000 people are protesting in the streets of Russia. Mm-hmm. Over 320 have already been arrested. That's because Nadali was the opposite leader, opposition leader. Yep. And poison is the, the use. Putin has used poison to kill many of his opponents. Right? That's his assassination tool of choice. That's right. He he tried to kill the man and his daughter. Yep. Remember remember that? They were on a uh, a bus bench or something like that. Right. uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're right. They were on a bench. I'm not quite sure how they administered the poison uh, to him, if they did it through some sort of a... Uh, aerosol or something like that, but they poisoned both of them at the same time. Yeah, and both of them were able to survive because of good medical care. So let me ask you a question. What should Joe Joe Biden do in his relationship with Putin? Biden has met Putin on several occasions Mm -hmm. as vice president. What do you think he should do to Russia? Well, I don't know that there's so much what he could do to, to, to Russia directly, but he can take away uh, resources from Russia. He can he can not only uh, uh, use sanctions, he can also deny Russia's ability to be able to access markets that America has uh, some influence in and begin to undermine or and reduce uh, Russia's economic uh, 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 growth. And therefore, that would put a price on uh, Putin that he would feel. Yeah. 
uh, the Canadian station that gave me a lot of good information today and yesterday stated uh, uh, that uh, that the poisoning and all of this to get rid of his opponents. Uh, you know what they said on that radio station, and you're not going to hear it on American station. We are giving money to the Russian government and the Putin. Mm-hmm. So we are we are actually giving them money. I mean, this and is you know what, what Donald Trump has has ushered in for us. Even though some of that stuff preceded Donald Trump, he has allowed these things to occur. Even as he's been making these so-called uh, complaints against Russia, they have not been substantive. Right. Last point. Yep. Keystone Pipeline. I never thought I would be getting back to that again. Hmm. But think about what happened. The people who had land along that. First of all, the company that has the Keystone Pipeline is Canadian. Mm-hmm. It's not American. Right. They used eminent domain to take away lands, tribal lands. Remember, they yep. went through the Dakotas yep. on tribal lands. And they wanted to take this stuff through a aquifer that is the largest uh, freshwater right. aquifer in the Western Hemisphere. Right. And what else did they do? They're piping dirty oil through those pipes. Right. And guess what? They may have 8,000 workers making those pipes, but once the pipes are made, They're unemployed. they do not come back to service them. Right. If there is a leak, it will leak into the aquifer or into the other people's lands. Right. You, I remember watching when it was first made, that there was a person who had a property, and the pipeline was right on that guy's uh, uh, land where his where his line was. Yep. Can you imagine having a pipeline right in your backyard? I would I would hate that. But Tony, we got to run. I thank you, man, for your comments. Why don't we take our first break? And then we're I think it's uh, John in Lockport is the next one up. Yep. Okay, John, hold on, then we'll grab Paul. Uh, so, uh, uh, stick with us. We will see you inside of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get finance, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Here's the dirt on dust. It may seem fine, but it's actually made of dead skin cells and dust mite droppings. That's where Swiffer Heavy Duty Dusters come in, with thousands of specially coated fibers to trap and lock dust in one swipe. Dust can't hide on ceiling fans and bookshelves anymore. When you're done, just remove the disposable cloth and voila, that dust is gone for good. Now that you know the dirt, say goodbye to the dust. Swiffer Heavy Duty Dusters. Stop cleaning. Start Swiffering. 
Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. What you say? Just absolutely, absolutely. In fact, I actually spent time going through every one of these assertions that were being made by uh, Trump and his minions. Not a single one of them turned out to be true. I mean, not even one. Uh, so let me grab John in Lockport and get his thoughts on our transition here. John, how are you doing out there? Whoops. Hi, Nathan. Um, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past, I've mentioned that I think in the last 40 years, we've only had control of the the House, the, the um, Senate, and the presidency for about four of those years out of the last 40. And we we, we have it now. Uh, we have control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency right we got, now. We got weak control, though. <laughs> yeah, we, weak. we only got very four weak. extra and votes in the bet, House. You can <laughs> bet. I wouldn't count. I wouldn't count on losing at least one of those houses uh, in two years. Mm-hmm. So you got two years to act, and um, you know, I, 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 he's going to have to shove a lot into these two years yep. to get to get what he wants done. Because you know, there's going to the Republicans are going to be nothing but obstructionists if if they get control of one of the houses. So you know, I'm wondering which which things do you think are so critical that, that we should address first? I know you, the pandemic is obvious. That has to right. be done first. Right. But then he's going to be on get... getting schools reopened again because the reality is a good 35, 40 percent of the kids that are being taught remotely are going to end up, finish up finishing up this year as if they never even went to that greatest uh, uh, level in school. Because that's, the, a good, it's, yeah, that's a good point. It, I, I, I right. left that out, and I really shouldn't have. That's that's critical. Also, the economy you got to get it. You got to get the economy back on its feet. And I think the idea, the infrastructure idea, is is long, long overdue. See, but we he, always yeah. say that, but but you still have to resource it. You got and the resource that you could have you could have been spending on the infrastructure. We just spent or are about to spend. Three trillion dollars on the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, this 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 is just really getting complicated and and difficult to figure out how we're going to to manage it. But you're right, the infrastructure thing ha- we have to find a way to get that done. Well, then then you've got the uh, minimum wage. He's already saying he's going to increase the minimum wage. Right. But the health care. What about you know the public option? Are we going to get that, or are they going to are the Republicans going to come out in force and and call it? socialism you know uh you got the health care issue mm-hmm. uh obamacare's got to be got to be improved right and then you got 
ta- then tax reform. You got it. They, they gave away two trillion dollars to the top one percent uh, in in uh, in that last tax cut, where eighty three percent of it went to the top one percent. So and he's saying what he wants to do. Economy, they put it into the stock market. It just doesn't make any right, sense. Right. He's saying what he wants to do is he wants to increase taxes on the wealthy, but leave the tax cuts for the middle class and the lower uh, classes in intact. Uh, I'm not sure that that makes a lot of sense, because when you do the counting, that uh, December 31, 2017 tax bill knocks somewhere between 425 and 500 billion dollars out of federal uh, 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 revenues. That money is not going to replace itself through economic expansion. You got to go back and start taxing real human beings and then think about what you got to do. You got to pay for all of these bills you just made. You got uh, 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 two plus trillion dollars in uh, April of of this year. You got uh, another one trillion dollars in December of this year, and he wants to put another two trillion dollars on the table, plus the deficits over that time period. So you're talking about seven or eight billion or, or trillion dollars. Somebody's yeah. got to pay that bill. So that's right. going to have to be done through new revenue. You have to increase taxes. There's no question, and it it's got to be on that top one percent under under. Um, uh, uh, Reagan, the t- the top tax rate was seventy four percent, and then right. he dropped the thing right down to twenty eight percent, and that just chilled us. And then and, we've and, tried to so stay that, down at that range since then, right? Yep. Sorry, we got to run. I, I got <laughs> I let that call go a little, little bit too long, but thanks, John. We'll talk to you uh, next week. You got to help me out with. Uh, I think it's Paul. Yeah, let me grab Paul quick. Paul, how are you doing out there? Good, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I heard, uh, I guess it was yesterday, that Frank Luntz, uh, who's a Republican pollster, I guess, mm-hmm. he, he had a uh, interview while talking with both Trump supporters and non-supporters. And a, a woman had said that this whole coronavirus thing was a complete hoax. And when a guy responded that his, I guess it was his father, had died of it, she said, that's not true. He, uh, you're just making that up. You so know? I guess I mean, she'd be calling me a liar, too, because I suffered this starting on December 23rd. And I didn't get done with this until I believe the 7th or 8th, whatever that Friday was after the 6th of. Uh, yes, it would have been the uh, 8th of January. I didn't get done with this until the 8th of January. And I went well, through I, all I, of the ugly stuff that people talk about when you get this disease. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I actually had it as well. Uh, my daughter got it from somebody at work, and she you know went back to work and said, "I just got the vaccine, and now I got a cold." And somebody had said, "You should go get tested because so and so had it." Yep. And uh, then she told me I had to get tested. I had no symptoms though, or very very few. Like I wouldn't have if I hadn't known, I wouldn't have gotten tested. I would have just been walking around and doing yeah. whatever. I got knocked off of work for three weeks. On this thing, I mean, it was it, a point I couldn't even go up and down the stairs. It's amazing how it affects so many people different. Yep. Somebody said it might be blood type or something. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't think they understand thing. enough about this virus. I do know that all of the cute stuff they're doing about how to keep the virus cell from infecting other cells. It's all worthy research. Glad they're doing it. But that's not telling you what this thing is actually doing to you. So many people are being inf- infected and, in, and affected in so many different ways. A lot of research needs to be done on that. 
But whoever's telling people that this stuff is a hoax, they're either d- deluded or they're deliberately lying to you. Because well, it's part it's part of the cult thing with uh, yeah. you know because if Donald Trump had said we got to get our economy going again, just do what you got to do real quickly, wear a mask and and stay safe and stay separate. You know, we'd be in way better shape now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you next week. And go Bills. Uh, help me out again. Donnie, Donnie in Middleport. Donnie, how are you doing out there? I thought I'd hear from you earlier today. No, no, I, I, man, running around. Yeah, how you doing? Um, I have a question. Uh, do you believe that uh, uh, Donald Trump would be the first American president let out in an orange jumpsuit? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but I think he deserves to be that person. <laughs> Because uh, because if you're the commander in chief, commander in chief, just like regular people enlisted in officer class, there's a nice place called Fort Leavenworth, mm-hmm. and and there's a nice room for everybody down there. They they they, got, they have that, but I don't I don't think that this country will actually do that. But well, I, they can they, they, they can, take can a ride past that place. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can still convict him though, and uh, <clears throat> right, and and then you still have Letitia James in uh, New York State, and she hasn't gotten over the issue with the Trump University thing yet. You know, she hasn't gotten over, you know, uh, a a number of issues that she has uh, with Donald Trump. And it's just the way that he he was so heavy-handed and ugly towards her, she's feeling like she has to prove uh, her case. So I think this is going to chase him for the next two or three years. It's it's, This isn't going to go away. And how how about the taxes he never turned over? Yeah, that's the other thing that she's going to be on him on, you know, is, is, is it, and the and the fact that you he went through a a 15 year period, and in 10 of the 15 uh, uh, years in that period, he didn't pay any taxes at all. How can a man who claims that he's got you know 10 billion dollars that he's earned you know through his business you know enterprises pay no taxes at all over a 10-year period out of, out of 15. How is that even possible? Then two of the years, he only paid $750,000 in taxes. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, One more thing. Hmm? One more thing. Sure. There's a problem with uh, his business. In, um, they need to turn, when he's finished with all that, they need to take him to flight over to Scotland because he owes some businessman a whole lot of money for a golf course <laughs> and refused to pay him. Well, you know, Donnie, that, that's Donnie's claim to fame. He starts businesses, he gets them, you know, resourced and so on. They become liquid. And then he doesn't pay the people who helped him to build the business. He doesn't pay his carpenters. He doesn't pay his service personnel. That, that's his game. That's what he does. Yeah. that. Yep. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, are we okay on time? Okay, good. Let me grab Frank. Frank, how are you doing out there? Hey, did you see the news that several uh, right-wing premiers in Canada want to go to war with the USA over Biden canceling the Keystone XL oil pipeline? Somebody was talking to me about that earlier today, but I didn't have a chance to really uh, roll it out. I know that that the uh, one of these companies that were the founders of creating this Keystone pipeline is an actual Canadian company. I think they were the lead co- company in developing this this pipeline. So as Tony was talking about, uh, we're having people declare eminent domain on American property so that a, a Canadian company can use the property to do something that endangers the environment in America. So not only do you have to have the disruption in front of your house, 
but you also have the endangerment of your environment because the oil that comes from uh, Alberta, the, 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 whatever they call the oil sands or something up there in, in Alberta, Alberta, that's some of the dirtiest oil, crude oil that you can get. So that's the stuff that scratches out the inside of the, of the pipes, and that's how come you have pipe failures. And then the stuff leaks out you know, into the environment. It's also running through, I don't think they've allowed it yet, but it's, if it goes its course, it would run through the largest freshwater aquifer in, in the Western Hemisphere. I mean, we're talking exactly. about an aquifer that's about a, 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 a half the size of Europe. Just one exactly. aquifer, right? I mean, why would you even do that? Why would you? Let, I wouldn't let you spit in that aquifer, let alone put put an oil pipeline through that thing. I mean, look how many people live off of the the the, uh, uh, the water in that aquifer. That that that's Nebraska, you know. That's that that's. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the states that are close to uh, Nebraska, but all those states over there, not only our state. Now, of course, we have Lake Erie, so we we don't depend on that aquifer. But all those states that are below us, Pennsylvania going lower, Virginia, West Virginia, and so on, they live off of that water in that aquifer. I mean, we're talking about tens and tens and tens of millions of people, uh, American people, whose water it could be jeopardized if there's a, a, a spill from that pipeline into that aquifer. That just doesn't make sense to take that risk. Well, I'm, you know, I'm proud of Biden for standing up for the environment, but, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm less than a mile from the border. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping my house is in the demilitarized zone. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't want the Royal Canadian Air Force to rain down their well, beer. Well, I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm not even a mile from the, you know, uh, from the border as well. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want the Canadian Air Force to rain down their beer tip missiles on my house. You know, I, I just remodeled, Nathan. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm, mod- I'm remodeling myself <laughs> as you were now, talking. Now I'm, guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing many of your callers and listeners are going to hate what I got to say next, but I I think the Democrats are taking a hard line on the Capitol rioters, you know, without exploring the root root causes of their problems and mental challenges. <laughs> you know, reality now. Who among us hasn't dreamed about holding our corrupt Congress accountable for their? Six sadist establishment actions and policies. You know, I, I might be wrong, but is uh, scaring the crap out of a bribe-taking Congress members really a bad thing? Well, you it's know, a bad I, thing Jimmy, if it if it opens up the uh, the uh, Pandora's box, and this becomes the go-to move for people going forward. Then it becomes well, a bad you know, thing. Nathan, Jimmy Dore put out an enlightening video about the right wing militias reaching out to the hard left, mm-hmm. saying we have more in common than our government and corporate news media wants the majority to know. Now, now that Trump cult supporters realize the Trump family played them for fools, ran away to crazy town Florida and failed to pardon them, it's going to get ugly for the Trump Trumps real quick. You know, I'm thinking they're going to have to leave the USA for their own security, you know. Mm. Maybe move to one of those man-made islands in Dubai, like all the other rich yeah, criminals. Right, you know, or maybe down there yeah. with uh, Jurassic Park, you know, and an island off of Costa Rica, someplace. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. can you imagine the right-wing and left-wing populists getting together to fight against the indifferent aristocrats? It'll be the <laughs> 
the, the French Revolution all over again. And, and by the way, that Jamoke that challenged me to the sucker bet that Trump would still be president after January 20th, uh-huh. you know, he still hasn't paid me. I, I, know, I know he wasn't going to pay you. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Frank. Let's take our, our last break and then we'll get back with our guys. Y'all stick with us. We'll see you on the side of the break. Here we think again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Oh, hi. Um, okay. Guess we should talk about something. Kind of tough to be put on the spot. Not sure what to say. But I know what I'm definitely not talking about. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt, ESPN 1520. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hope it's a good shot, not a bad shot. <laughs> All right, let's grab Ron, then we'll grab, I think, Kevin and then Joe. You'll work it out for me there. Ron, ye Let me of get little Jan, faith. Get Ron for, yes, ye of little faith, Ron. You, you were worried that we weren't going to be able to make the – the, the uh, championship round. Yeah. But Don't feel close. bad. I was worried, was, too. <laughs> it was close for a while there, but, but the defense, that play, you realize that game changed in three plays. You had, it was 10-3 to three, Buffalo. They were on, what, the eight-yard line or something, yep. a Buffalo third down. You get the pick six, okay? And then two plays later, out goes uh, Jackson. He, he could uh, hit in the head, or he falls, actually. You could see he hit his head really out. hard. He hit his head really yeah. hard, yeah. So, Anyway, so that and that changed the whole thing. That was pretty much game over after that. Yep. Well, we'll see now. Dave Mahomes is going to play, but his foot is not good. The Kansas City media is a bit concerned because he's still he's very limited in practice, 
and his foot is bothering him. We'll see if that affects him tomorrow. But anyway, uh, you know, it's funny. You should, you should find what this for laughs and giggles. You should find what's the worst, probably the worst fight song ever written. It was remember Marv Levy back in 1994 wrote that Buffalo's fight song, and I can't remember what the real words are because I made so many silly parodies out of it. I can't I'll find but it, Ron. Anyway. Matt said he'll, he'll pull it up for us. <laughs> yeah, if he can get it before the end of the show. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, anyways, what I call for, uh, not getting a lot of publicity here, is again, Mitch McConnell's up to his old tricks. Yep. He, is doing this business of not agreeing to the rules and trying to make it. The old rules say that you have to have a sixty a sixty vote majority to uh, to change the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only way, I guess, the only way you can um, stop that is to is that if, if uh, they have the full Senate vote on getting rid of the filibuster entirely, and you got a couple of Democrats like that Mannion guy in West Virginia, Joe Manson, doesn't want right. to do that. So mm-hmm. apparently, as hypocritical as it is, he he uh, blocks the court justices of for Obama, put, rushes through several hundred, in uh, including uh, the last one on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. with no uh, restrictions of of any kind, fifty one uh, seat, and now he wants to go back. Uh, in, when uh, the Democrats are technically in power, he wants to go back and prevent them to get anything done by putting in a supermajority rule again. So I, yep. I, that's not getting enough publicity on uh, in any of the mainstream media. I think that's another idea. Are people ever going to wake up as voting Republican and realize what a bunch of uh, hypocrites they are when they do stuff like that? I, I just don't understand it. Because I just feel that the, the things that we're being told that are being articulated in the media about these aggrieved people, these silent majority people, these people that have feel that they have not been had their voices heard. That doesn't make any sense. Their voices are heard all of the time. That's why you still have, you know, the uh, voter suppression, you know, laws that, that, that are going on. That's that's why you, you, you see such regressive behavior, not undoing uh, things that are harming uh, American people, because this silent majority really isn't silent. They keep saying things to us that are not true. Something other than what people are saying underlies the unity that continues to exist, you know, with these right-wing and Republican uh, yeah, forces. And it, and it still comes out. I still say it. When you get all else, you strip away all the uh, the window dressing, it still comes down to race, mm-hmm. white privilege, and the white people, a lot of white people feel that Hispanics and blacks are getting everything and they're not going to be in power. And it's, it's just a shame. And they don't realize that they're being manipulated. Right. And they're, cho- being chose to, they're choosing to vote against their own interests. Right. Right. It's crazy. I don't, I just, you can't, and these people are so into this. I've debated with them and talked to them, and they just don't want to accept this. They'd rather accept an unreality fatties world about rigged elections and about. Um, you know, uh, 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 fake news and a whole, all the news is, is that just that contradicts their... They, they our, even forget where fake news... Is somehow false. Right, they even forget where fake news came up. That was during the uh, Obama uh, uh, election, his first election, and you had all of this nonsense, you know, being thrown out there by these right-wing websites and people acting like they were believing it, and the mainstream press referred to that conduct as fake news 
Donald Trump picked it up because he liked the sound of it, and he turned it around and made it anything that's being talked about by the mainstream media, that was the fake news. This is just a scam, right? Just another scam. All right. Let me run, Ron. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, we'll see you next week. Great people here in the audience right now who've done a little practicing with me are going to help me sing it uh, for for all of you and the Buffalo Bills fans. You all ready out here? Yeah! All right. Okay. Here we go, folks. Go Bills, for we are here to cheer for you. Go Bills, we are your fans so true. With victory in sight, we'll yell with all our might. So go Bills, fight Bills, go. Come on, let's win for Buffalo. You don't have to do it on key, Ron. (laughs) But that worked out. Uh, let's grab Kevin and Pendleton. Kevin, how are you doing out there? Hey, what's up there, man? Doing great, hey, man. How you feeling? Hey, um, what was the who? who uh, you you played a track uh, earlier, uh, the voice of someone um, speaking about the um, those that have been, you know, following blindly Trump and the, you know, the the how many million? Th- that was from a, uh, a a website, Occupy Democrats. I don't know who the name was of the person, but. They they were representing that that website, Occupy Democrats. Okay, Occupy Democrats. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Now, the guy, guy, guy had some very, uh, you know, very pertinent points that he was bringing up. But you know something else too? Mm-hmm. Uh, I discovered the idea that make my pause raise. <laughs> what you was know, that? <laughs> he, he, you know, Malcolm X said fifty years ago that the most in, the powerful entity on earth was the media. How they, you know, had the power to make the innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. Make the oppressor look like the oppressor. Make the opp- uh, make the oppressed look like the real enemies. Mm-hmm. And so much so, criminals look like the victim, and the victim looking like the criminal. <laughs> so, if people, you know, and people foolishly think when you talk media, they are not including social media also as well in today's modern world. They are, you know, the most powerful as far as the media, you know, is it's concerned. It's the fourth estate. Mm-hmm, the Board of State, right. yeah, that's right. So you know what? Uh, the, the, uh, I think your two callers back said something about, we, oh, wow, you know if what happens, even though they may be ideologically different. That was Frank. Left, yep. Frank, yeah, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a, see, you're bringing up something here, boy, that really, you know, I stood back and I thought, I said, geez. And you know what? Today, to show you how this will go in and how this country is going. And imagine that. This is coming from a guy from the... Banana Republic region, right? <laughs> <laughs> I lived through two coups in my life, two coup d'etats. And oh last yeah, one yeah, did, you told me about that. Right, right. right. So any guy who messed in my head said, "Don't loot." What do you think they did, right? <laughs> right. So, so you you know what a coup is? You, it's not just somebody faking like they're gonna do a coup, but you know what it really means when when a, when a coup actually takes place because right. you've been so, there, right? Yeah, yeah. So when the guy said, "Don't loot." When he, you know, took over for the short period of time, he did. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what do you think the masses did, man, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't necessarily have to be his followers, right? So uh, I say words uh, have a powerful thing. It's like saying fire in a, in a cinema. But you know, right? you know, Kevin, this is a classic example of why you should read books. Because books allow you to learn from other people's yeah. experiences. You don't have to experience yeah. it yourself. Because we wait, don't wait, wait. want to experience a coup in the United States. We don't want that to ever occur. 
We don't want that to be the, the go-to move of people that feel that they're disaffected. You know, people need to use the processes that have been established in this country, the democracy uh, that we have. So thanks, Kevin. I appreciate you. Let me grab Joe in Niagara Falls, and then we'll try to grab John in Rochester. Joe, how are you doing out there? Bad. How about yourself today, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. Uh, I overcame COVID-19, and I feel like a strong man again. <laughs> if, if Buffalo loses this game, Western New York is another feeling of all the Trump losers. Oh, man. <laughs> Massive depression. Uh, did you see the, the pandemic, what it's cost the Trump enterprise financially? You turn your radio down so we don't get that, inter- that interference with you. Am I radio on? I mean, you have your radio on. Oh, it's not no, on? Oh, no. It must have been something coming through another line. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Have you seen the, the cost of the... Uh, the loss he's taken during the pandemic and all his his businesses. Yes, he he's he taken is, a he beating. Right. Financial hits, except for Mar-a-Lago, that's the only one is showing a bigger profit. That's where he lives now. Well, yeah, but that's only because every time he went there, the government right. went there with him, and he right. probably made a half a million or a quarter million every time he went there. Now they're all the everyone's severing their ties with the Trump name. Uh, Even the PG, the PGA, yeah, everybody. Right. And this yep. is going to really hit him financially. Yep. But these stupid people are sending him money, hand over fist. He made uh, two hundred and forty or two hundred fifty million dollars. He got, you know, he's got good flavor Kool Aid. I'll tell you something <laughs> right now. Uh, they just don't believe this guy is yep. is, is as bad as he is. I mean, he's going to. And there's a 2023, all the loans are coming due. They're one from the bank in Germany. Yeah, the Deutsche Bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's in trouble. Financially, he's in trouble. And hopefully, like you said, <clears throat> we can get a lot done in two years because it's going to be a tough battle in two years, the Republicans. No he question. Yep. He may be choking out his words up there as the minority, but he's making his deals behind the scenes to take control again. And uh, it's it's going to be a shame, but hopefully Biden can get enough done in two years to get rid of these Republicans to realize, you know, we're going finally in the right direction. But he's taking a major financial hit, and I don't know how rich he's going to be at the end of all this, but you know what? I I, I feel so. Maybe I'll throw him a box of Kleenex or something. <laughs> Maybe we can do what he did to us. We'll get him some, yeah. bo- some bounty paper towels, and we'll toss yeah. them to him and say, Maybe sop up the water. Please. Well, I saw him bleach. Maybe he'll inject that and take care of his problems. But no, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Two years. I think we're on the right track. He's starting off on the right track. But right now, it's a love affair right now between him yeah. and the Congress and the Senate. This is the we'll honeymoon, right? This is the honeymoon. We'll see how long this lasts. Right? I'm glad you're feeling better, my friend, and uh, go Buffalo. Huh? Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you, man. Hope to talk to you next week. Let's grab John in Rochester and talk to John in a couple of months or more. How you been, John? I've been, I've been I've been I've been licking my wounds actually. <laughs> well, at least you're gracious enough to admit it, you know, right? Because I don't require in my mind for you to love Trump and 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 to to hate Joe Biden. I don't I don't I don't require that, but I do require that you be honest with yourself, okay? <laughs> You believed well, that this thing was going to turn for this guy, and I kept telling you it wasn't, <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> but, but you know, one of the reasons I haven't called was, well, I call my mom now from 11 to 12, or 
she's an assisted living in Buffalo. Anyway, and, and uh, there's a friend of mine who has a sports talk show that I, from uh, 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I for some reason, there must be a left-wing or a right-wing conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy, I can't get your signal, 1520 signal anymore. So I did get, I got you on the uh, Internet. Okay. For, for a while, you guys weren't on the Internet, but uh, I see today that uh, it must be recent. Within the last couple months, you're yeah. on the Internet now. I, I, I don't know all of that detail. I'm, I'm an on-air, an on-air uh, host, but I don't actually work for the station, so the, that, right. that detail I don't know. Well, it's, well, for your listeners, you can uh, you can be listened to now on the internet. Before you couldn't, so that's a good that's a good thing. Okay, Matt said it's been that way for a little while. So, okay, yep. all right. So now I know I, that left wing right wing conspiracy won't hold me back anymore. No, not anymore. You're <laughs> you're okay. So what's your what's your your comment for what's gone down here? How did you feel about uh, this? Uh, Insurrection is the only word that I could use to describe what these people did on January 6th. How did well, you feel about that? Well, I think it was a, a, a vast, small minority that were. It was like a to me. It was like a Bills. Remember when the Bills fans? I, 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 see, see, John, 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 John. Slow, slow down, slow down. See, this is what I mean about facts. We looked at several thousand people who charged the Capitol building. Not a small number of people, not six people, not 25 people. We saw thousands of people do this. We saw police that came out of the rotunda, right, face these these protesters. They were on the stairs. They, They went down three or four stairs, and then the police turned around. I mean, maybe more than that, maybe 10 stairs. Then they turned around, and they and they went back up the stairs, but they didn't run. They just turned their backs to the protesters and started walking up the stairs. And the protesters started walking up, or the insurrectionists started walking up the stairs with them. They walked into the rotunda. Police didn't do anything. But there were other police, like a man who lost his life. I think his name is pronounced Sickup. He lost his life. They took a fire extinguisher and bashed this man in the head several times and killed the man. I mean, we're not talking about a protest. We're not talking about people leaving, you know, Coca-Cola bottles on the lawn. We're not talking about people, you know, shouting, you know, we shall overcome or, you know, occupy Wall Street. We're talking about people that assaulted police. I saw one guy smeared their feces, you know, what was that in the in the Capitol building, uh, there was one guy that got he was trying to keep these people from coming through a doorway into another chamber. And he placed his body between the door and these police. And they literally were smashing this man, he almost killed him. At some point, he began to say to these people, I got kids, too. I got a wife, too. And a lady apparently appealed to some of the other people and they gave him a little room and he, you know, went out to the to the uh, uh, stairs. Uh, the, I, did, I did see that. I, I saw that. I mean, but this shows you this was not a few people. This was all of these people. Yeah, but uh, Nathan, there were as many as 300,000 people at the Trump rally. Uh, this was a small minority. Plus, at what Trump rally? 
You talking about the the rally at the ellipse? That's not yeah. true. The same people that you saw uh, uh, attacking the uh, uh, Capitol building were the same people that were at the the, uh, the Trump rally. Yeah, there wasn't yeah, more than yeah, there wasn't yeah, more than ten thousand people at that there rally. Were three, there were, there, no, there were no, there, there was were, not three hundred. Couple couple hundred thousand no, people there. No, but, that's not true. Let's let's get past that. And Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Were there at the That's not true. Also. That's not yes, true. You're making that up. Antifa John, had John, nothing. Antifa John, had no, nothing to do you're, with this. You're not, you're not telling the truth either. Antifa had nothing to and, do with Antifa, this. Antifa and Black Lives Matter were there also. In fact, one of the arrests, John Sullivan, was uh, either a member of Black there Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Or Antifa, there were Black Lives Matter. There were there were there were there were BLM there were BLM people there were BLM people there that had their signs and they were protesting. That's John, true. They were not John, a part of the assault on the Capitol Nathan, building. Nathan, look up John Sullivan, uh, and we'll talk next week. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Thanks, John. Okay, he's back. He's back being John again. <laughs> okay. So listen, hopefully we're making some sense. I want us to stay focused on the fact that we've got a chance to win the AFC championship today or, or tomorrow. So let's all come together. We keep talking about unity. Let's unify around that objective. We'll see you all on Saturday here at Think Again. Think again. <laughs> been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.